Welcome to episode 41 of the Knit British podcast. Knit British loves to support wool that's been grown, spun or dyed in the UK and on this journey through all the connections of Britishness in wool and knitting. I am your host Louise Scully. This episode I'm getting ready for Shetland Wool Week and we'll be giving you a little a little preview of what I'll be getting up to. If you can't make it to Shetland, don't worry, I've got plenty of Shetland to go around. I've got a review of the Shetland Wool Week Annual Volume 1 and a review of Hazel Tyndall's DVD The Fine Art of Fair Isle Knitting. And if you can't make it to Shetland for this Wool Week but you do want to go to Shetland, I have some details of how you can find out about some Shetland knitting and wool related holidays happening soon. So grab a drink, grab a whip, and let's get going. Knit British is delighted to be sponsored by Brit Yarn. Brit Yarn brings together the very best in British wool all into one place. If you can't make it to Shetland Wool Week this year, why not head over to Brit Yarn and check out the Shetland wool available. And not forgetting fantastic colour work patterns like the Colours of Shetland book by Kate Davies. Click on the logo in the show notes or visit www.brityarn.co.uk. Well, hello, and dare I say hello from Shetland, because at the moment I'm recording in Edinburgh, but by the time this goes out, I will be in Shetland, or at least on my way there. How are you all doing? Welcome in and take a seat and get comfy. Thank you so much if you're joining me for the first time today as well. And thank you so much for all the fantastic feedback from the last episode, which was the tea party with Claire Devine and Jess James from Ginger Twist Studios. Uh, There was lots of good feedback. Lots of you enjoying tea and cakes while you listened and lots of love for the tea collection, which... If you're lucky enough to go to Yarndale this weekend, you'll get to see those hats uh, ahead of the release in October. So thank you so much for your lovely feedback. And I'm so glad that you enjoyed that episode and being part of that tea party. Before I move on to more Shetland flavoured topics, I have to give the biggest cheer to my podcasting mucker, Joe Milmine, the Shiny Bees, who won an award at the recent UK Podcasters Award for Most Engaged Audience. Joe, you rock, my friend. And and nominations from you, dear listeners. Um, I know Joe and I share a lot of listeners, but everyone who nominated Joe in that category, uh, you have shown that this thing that we do, we podcasters do, that we we podcasters who focus on knit and wool and craft, that's called niche. But you guys have shown that that's an absolute bloody great big cavern. You are fully engaged, my podcast listening friends, to the Shiny Bees podcast. And that's fantastic. And I'm so chuffed for Joe and watched her periscope of her winning live. And I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of what that means for knitting podcasts. And also huge congratulations to Helen Stewart of the Curious Handmade podcast, who won 
in the category of uh, Best Games and Hobbies Podcast. Award-winning girls of knit podcasts, I salute you. Well done. Shell and Week this year uh, is in its sixth year and it runs from the 26th, which is Saturday, to the 4th of October. And as I say, it's the sixth year and there is an extensive range of exhibitors, classes and events from weaving, spinning, dyeing, fair isle, lace knitting and so many other woolly and textile related topics and areas in between. Looking at the week at a glance in the programme, I counted about 180 events over the week and that's <laughs> incredible. Uh, there'll be visiting tutors and there this year there are, uh, the visiting tutors include Helen Magnuson, Isol the Teague, Gudrun Johnson, Mary Jane Mucklestone, Felix Ford, uh, Julia Billings, who is Woolen Flower, to name just a few. Then there are Shetland tutors and of course Shetland Wool Week has a fantastic tradition of passing on skills from from Shetland makers and um, that, that's really important I think and so Hazel Tyndall, Elizabeth Johnson, Wool Week patron Donna Smith, a lace knitter, Sheila Fowley, Helen Robertson is going to be doing um, some classes and then there are still the talks, the tours, the open studios. There is so much happening in Shetland for Wool Week. It's unbelievable. I'm really looking forward to the opening reception on the Sunday evening. And I bought a Shetland Wool Week membership such a long time ago now, it feels, which um, means I get into the opening ceremony, which is lovely. And it's a really good opportunity to meet some of the makers and then instructors and fellow Wool Week goers, of course. And there will also be a display of Shetland textile and wool and handicrafts to enjoy. And there will be speeches and um, a warm welcome to you if you're um, visiting Shetland for the first time or returning to Shetland for Shetland Wool Week. And if you are a local, because let's not forget, it's a local festival too, and lots of Shetland-based crafters uh, will be in attendance. Don't forget that I will also be working at Shetland Wool Week recording your experiences and vox pops of the event. And I wrote a post on it this week. Um, I mentioned it in the podcast the other week, but I wrote a post on it this week, which you'll find at knitbritish.net. Don't be shy. Come and tell me about your Wool Week tales. And I'm not going to ask a lot of questions. I just want to know what you're enjoying about it and and what you're enjoying about Shetland. And if you are from Shetland, what do you enjoy about um, the festival? And I know so many people look forward to it coming around every year, locals and visitors. So it's going to be spectacular. On the Tuesday... Uh, sorry, on the Monday, I'm going to be taking a class and I'm going to be learning the basics of spinning uh, the spinning wheel. And I'm really, really looking forward to this because I've been drop spindling for oh, quite a few years now, maybe about five years now, although I don't spend as much time on it as I should. But I've always wanted to learn on the wheel. And I think, you know, Shetland Wool Week is such a good opportunity for this. And as I said, there's such a good tradition at Shetland Wool Week of... Shetland tutors sharing what they know. You know, that's really important, I think, as well as the visiting visiting tutors and their knowledge and their skills. It's lovely to see um, traditional crafts in Shetland being shared. 
it's Sue Arthur that's going to be teaching that class, a local tutor. So as I say, I'm really excited about that, but I'm really worried that I'm going to have to buy a spinning wheel afterwards. I'm already contemplating that that uh, <laughs> that I'm going to need to have a wheel. And I've, uh, <laughs> on the Monday evening, I'll be going to Kate Davis and Ella Gordon's talk on collecting vintage knitwear. Both Kate and Ella are avid collectors of knitwear and if you read their blogs, you'll have seen little insights into their collections. I'm really looking forward to finding out about the stories behind some of those vintage knits and I'm quite sure there are stories to be told about the patterns or the constructions or who sold it. And if you have any uh, knitted items that have a story to tell, I'd love if you would come and tell me during Shetland Wool Week. Our woolen items can have stories to tell, again, about how they're made or the pattern that's in them or the maker or the wearer. Um, maybe somebody else puts meaning on it or a situation puts meaning on your knitted items that it didn't have to begin with and I think those stories are worth telling and again I spoke about it on the blog but if you have a knitted item or a, a woolen item a crocheted item a man-made knitted item you know a, a machine knit item it doesn't have to be hand knit I would love you to come and tell me about it and let's find out the story that's woven into those stitches. It's something that I'd like to develop for the podcast and I thought Shetland Wool Week would be a really good place to start. And so I'll be at the whole of Wool Week, but you can drop me a tweet or a private message on Ravelry if you'd like to organise a quiet time away from the hubbub of Shetland Wool Week to tell me about your item. I'll also, uh, I'll tell you uh, another event that I'll be at um, that you can also bring your items to if you can, that would be fantastic. Bring your items and we'll, I'll have you describe them and tell me their story and share that on the podcast at some point, it'd be fantastic. On the Tuesday, I have no events booked, but I will be around Lerwick and the Wool Week events with my mic, ready to hear all about your day at Wool Week. You might be taking Zolda's lace class, you might be taking Helene Magnuson's class or Felix's colourwork class. Perhaps you're learning pattern writing from Shetland-based designer Oti Cater or introduction to natural dyes with Julia uh, Woolenflower Billings. I'll be very eager to hear what you're getting up to. I hope also to go over to the daily tours over in the wool stores at Jimison Smith and maybe record some wool squishing if I'm allowed. Uh, <laughs> uh, on Wednesday, the main delight for me is going to be the Stitches from the Stacks event at my old stomping ground at the Shetland Library. Uh, the staff there, and I have to go because it was me that suggested it and now I've left and I feel like I must. It's, it's you know, it's such a good excuse to go back to the library. Um, the staff there will be bringing out all the knitting and craft books the Shetland Library has a fantastic selection of uh, pattern books and knitting books that are, have a focus on Shetland and Scandinavian knitting. There are a lot of reference books, obviously can't go out for general lending, and there are a lot of books in the reserves that, that will be getting to see the light of day in the library uh, for this special event. So 
If you love books and you love your knitting, bring your whips, come and have a browse and there will be tea and cakes. It's going to be lovely, actually. I'm really looking forward to it. Anybody who came to the Makin and Yakin session that I held a couple of years ago at Shetland Wool Week at the library will attest to the fact that the library is fantastic to knit in. It's got a great light. It's an old church, um, so it's nice and bright. There are sofas. There's going to be lots of little areas where you can just sit down and knit in your own group or by yourself. You don't have to join a large group. It's a very organic uh, um, event. And as I say, there will be plenty of books for you to choose from. Maybe copy patterns from if, if you know, the copyright is in the public domain, etc, etc, of course. And um, as I say, tea and cakes. What could be better? Knitting, tea and cakes and books knitting books you know it's it's really going to be lovely and and you could also bring your meaningful knits to this event as well and come and tell me about uh, the stories of your woolen items that's on from seven till nine on on the wednesday on the thursday i am really looking forward to susan crawford's vintage shetland trunk show where Susan will have a selection of garments which she has recreated from the Shetland Museum's archive pieces. This is a very exciting preview of what is going to be a fantastic publication and you're already aware of the successful crowdfunding campaign behind the book and the mounting mounting excitement of uh, its forthcoming publication and you can pre-order the book at susancrawfordshop.com for £25. It's going to be out in January. Um, the trunk show is from 1 till 4 and I have already spoken to Susan about uh, recording the oohs and ahs as people look at the um, fantastic knitted items it's really special again this is another storytelling aspect because all of the items that Susan chose to recreate for this book have a story to tell about the you know the maker or the wearer or the journey of that knitted item so it's all tied up in a nice little bunch what's going on here isn't it on Friday I'm taking a friend to the Fianna which is an event organised by dialect group Shetland for Words and this is a celebration of um, songs, poems, music, stories which all reflect on wool and dialect words. I was meant to go to this last year and I couldn't go and so I'm really looking forward to it. It's a really nice informal session at the Shetland Museum and I believe there are still some tickets available for it. Um, so be, that'd be a really nice evening and you're encouraged to bring your knitting as I think to everything at Wool Week you're encouraged to bring your knitting. On the Saturday, I will be at the Hub, which is Islesborough, which I'll probably be in and out of the entire week. And I'll be at the fantastic Maker's Market, which is there. And the Maker's Market is always a really good opportunity to buy items from Shetland designers and makers. But also, there is usually some of the visiting tutors and makers and designers get a chance to um, show off and, and sell their wares there as well so I'm really looking forward to that and there are also classes on that day at the same time I think there's um, Hazel Tyndall has a design in yokes class which I think is sold out now there's a knitting Christmas baubles class which is going to be fun and there's going to be a darning master class from 
Tom Van Denen. Again, I'd love to hear about the classes you are attending and how you are enjoying Woo Week. Um, also on Saturday, it is the Shetland Flock Book and the Fine Fleece Prize given. And this is um, the society sale of native Shetland rams and ram lambs. Um, it happens every year. There's judging. There's a prize for the finest fleece. And I, a really great insight into um, Shetland breed wool. And it's fantastic that that element is brought into Shetland Wool Week so that people can see it from the sheep up and the importance of a fine fleece. So I'm, I'm hoping to get to that and I'm hoping to record lots of brrrr. Uh, <laughs> um, and I think that's on most of the day, but I'm I'm looking for I'm really looking forward to, to taking a trip there. I have never been to that before, so that'll be really good. On Sunday, it is the last day of Wool Week, and that means it's the famed Guild Teas. This year, it will be at the Tingwall Hall, and this is a wonderful event and probably one of my most favourite events of the whole of Shetland Wool Week. Um, you, it's a wonderful opportunity to see the work that's done by the local guild of spinners, weavers and dyers and they have a, sh a show of work um, which is incredible, the work is incredible uh, you also get to see a lot of the guild members spinning and working um, you know, doing demonstrations and there is tea and cakes which is a Shetland staple and these are the really, 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 really great tea and cakes and um, if I can get a lift there, because it's kind of far from me and I don't drive, um, then I will be there the whole day. <laughs> Just soaking up the wool vibes, the great atmosphere and um, the tea and cakes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually just loved it last year and it's it's such a nice end to, to Shetland Bull Week. There is also a Sunday dinner on, I believe, this year as well at the Hosick Visitor Centre at 12.30. And then there's the Sunday teas at the Tingwall Hall and that's from 2 till 5. So you could have your Sunday lunch at the Hosick Visitor Centre, then get in your car and drive to Tingwell and have your Sunday teas and then you would never have to eat again for probably about three days. <laughs> I uh, have only just named a few things at Shetland Wool Week and those things, you know, that I um, that I'm going to personally, as I say, there are over 180 events happening, uh, not to mention just schmoozing at Jimson Smith and hanging out at the wool shops and going to the mill at Jimison's and, you know, this event is really, really a special celebration of um, Shetland's contribution to knitting heritage and future. Let's not forget Shetland's um, textile future. It's just such a celebration of wool and, and of Shetland's knitting traditions and of passing on skills and sharing skills and being sociable and those things are really important and it's so fantastic to have them play out in Shetland. I would like to say a huge good luck to the organisers of Wool Week and to patron Donna Smith. I know this Wool Week is going to be very special indeed. Every year I say, and it's not just me, everyone else will say, um, there's been it's the best year yet. It get 
keeps on getting better. More and more people keep on coming and keep on coming back. It's spectacular and the job they do is wonderful and I'm really looking forward to being part of it this year. If you see me at Wool Week, come and say hello. I'm rubbish at knowing who people are unless you say my Ravelry name is this and my Twitter avatar looks like that. <laughs> but I really, if you're coming to Shetland Wool Week, I really would love to to meet you, not just to grab you and get you to speak into the microphone, which I will do, um, but don't worry, you can remain anonymous, that's fine too. Um, but I, yeah, I, I'm really interested in, in saying hello. So if you see me around Wool Week with my microphone, or um, then please stop me and say hello. I would just love it so much. And whatever you do this Shetland Wool Week, enjoy it. Just enjoy it. It's, it's such a special celebration. If you can't get to Shetland for a wool week, then I have a couple of things that might be able to help you with that. Make you feel part of it. As I said, this is the sixth year of Shetland Wool Week and it's the first year that there's been a souvenir book to complement proceedings. It's not just available in Shetland. It's not just available for Wool Week goers. It's available to anyone who wants to buy it. It is um, a lovely little publication. It is... If I tell you that it is roughly the same size and the same sort of um, publication as Pom Pom Quarterly, and I mean that in terms of how it looks, then that gives you a good idea. It's a, It's... It's a lovely book. It's got the Babel hat on, on the front, which I might be the only person going to Shetland Week who hasn't knit a Babel hat, which is the free pattern um, of this year's Week designed by Donna Smith. But fear not, if you haven't got the pattern already, you get it in the Shetland Week Annual, uh, Volume 1. Um, it has eight patterns in it, uh, by Shetland-based designers Oti Cater, Hazel Tyndall, uh, Woolwick patron Donna Smith, Ella Gordon, and also Gudrun Johnson, who isn't Shetland-based anymore, but very much inspired, still inspired by Shetland. And each pattern is accompanied by a lovely Q&A with each designer. And um, the patterns that have been chosen for, for the annual all-colour work, uh, with the exception of one which is the Belmont cardigan, which is Gudrun Johnson's uh, jump awake cardigan, which was also recently published in the Shetland Trader book two, um, which is a beautiful lace texture cardigan. The rest of the patterns are all colour work and they range from simple colour work, there's more intermediate colour work. I don't think anybody will be buying this annual based on your ability to do colour work because it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. But it's laid out really well and the photography is stunning, really, really stunning. Um, and the essays in here are wonderful. We've got essays by Kate Davies, Laurie Goodlid and Dr. Carol Christensen. Kate has written a brilliant um, 
article on Betty Moat and I know the name is not unfamiliar to knitters due to Kate's Betty Moat top and the, the Betty Moat cowl and her uh, writing on her own blog about Betty. Betty Moat was an old Shetland woman who in January 1886 was headed into Larwick from her Scatness home. She was from South End Shetland. She was heading on a smack called the Columbine into Larwick to sell shawls and due to weather ended up drifting alone um, out to sea and she drifted for days until she was the boat was wrecked upon Norwegian island of Lepsoy some some time later and this essay looks at the sort of cult of Betty Moat as well as the celebrity and looks at the woeful poetry written about her much of which I never encountered before uh, about her as a poor old Scotch woman. There's also claims of her being a witch. A, a really interesting look at this extraordinary chapter in this woman's life. Cracking, cracking, cracking essay. If you're not interested in the patterns, you should get it just based on that essay. Um, but there are more essays. There's a fanta- There's a really interesting article by Laurie Goodlid on the role of Shetland women in World War One, there is a, f- a really fascinating insight into Carol Christensen's research on the Tatit rug, which is a um, very distinct bed cover from Shetland. This would be something that you may not have heard of before and really, really fascinating insight into another Shetland textile. And there's also uh, an essay by Donna Smith on Shetland knitting and it being part of our heritage and also a way of life. If you're going to Shetland Wool Week and you want a glorious souvenir of Shetland and um, inspirations of Shetland's wool and knitting and heritage and again um, the important future of Shetland makers and textiles and designers then you should buy this and if you can't go to Shetland Wool Week and you want a glorious little slice um, of all of that uh, jam-packed into one fantastic publication of woolly wondrousness that celebrates Shetland and the inspirations of Shetland wool and knitting and heritage and the future of Shetland textiles, <laughs> then this really is a tremendous little publication. And as I say, gorgeous feel, um, fantastic quality of paper used, um, beautiful photography and if you would like one you can order it via shetlandwoolweek.com. It costs £9.90 and £1 extra for UK post and packaging and if you're in the rest of the world it costs £9.90 plus £3.60 postage and packing. Uh, I believe that numbers of this are extremely limited and so if you would like this glorious little slice of Shetland wool and textile fantasticness. Get on over to shetlandwoolweek.com. Last Shetland Wool Week, Hazel Tyndall was about to launch her DVD, uh, The Fine Art of Fairyle Knitting. And it's since been launched and this three-hour instructional step-by-step DVD gives knitters the kind of tuition that you could only really experience from one-on-one tuition, in my opinion. 
On Saturday, I spent a hugely enjoyable and very valuable few hours watching this DVD, which was uh, given to me by Hazel to review. If you didn't know of Hazel already, she's the world's fastest knitter and has been uh, knitting for 50 years. If you don't already know of her, then there is a fantastic introductory bio that talks about Hazel and her long relationship with knitting. And as she says herself, that is a really good indication that uh, this is a tutor who really does know her craft. When you buy the DVD or you download it, you which is all available from hazeltindle.com, there is a free cardigan pattern called Chitlin Star and that is the pattern that Hazel knits in this DVD. It's available in 10 sizes and the cardigan is knit in double knit weight yarn, which I personally think is a good weight if you're approaching Fair Isle for the first time. Um, but it's been chosen because the, that particular weight shows up well on, on the camera. The yarn is from Uradale Yarns in Shetland, which is actually, if you are a stalwart knit British reader, you might remember that that was the yarn that made me think about knitting British. I recommend that when you get the DVD, you go over to hazeltindle.com and you download the pattern and you get the yarn so that you're all set. The DVD is set very intuitively with a chapter on, as I say, Hazel's biography, then uh, what we're making, what we're going to need to knit it with, and there is also instruction on how to use a knitting belt or a marking belt. And... Then we go on to knitting the tension swatch and I felt as if I should have been swatching along um, as it was really excellent tuition and you could actually swatch along um, with Hazel. It's fantastic tuition in the sense of you've got your cast on, tensioning the yarn as you knit with it, how to read a chart and using a chart, sticking. Um, There are so many hints and tips as well that even a seasoned knitter will find this DVD useful and and valuable, such as um, stitch marking to show the vertical length of the pattern repeats um, so that you have um, that very visual mark in your knitting as you're knitting along and also um, how to mark horizontally too. Um, Hazel's approach is really informative and feels very relaxed too. And I think after watching her approach on some techniques in her sphere, like sticking or even, you know, ferile in general, you will not have any fear anymore because Hazel Hazel's approach just really puts you at ease, and you just have to get on with it, don't you? It's part of it's part of the uh, construction of the garment. You must stick. The DVD is very precise on every stage of making your cardigan, from swatching, as I've said, then pocket making. Then uh, casting on for the uh, body, which is bottom up, of course, and setting your markers for your steaks and setting your sleeves, cutting your steaks, picking up stitches, grafting, sewing on the button bands, dealing with the ends and finally blocking on a jumper board. Again, that format is very laid back but and that makes it even more of a desirable learning tool, doesn't it? As I say, Hazel's approach is is top-notch and being so relaxed it feels like you're learning a lot of new skills but in a really laid-back way. Um, There are fantastic captions as well throughout the the film which sort of tell you when 
certain techniques will be discussed further, which was really helpful. The commentary is really fantastic. The knitting skills are top notch. The filming is so well presented and they show her work from above as well as from in front in different angles. I might have liked if there were one or two very close-ups at the start um, so we could see cast on for the swatch in the first rows of the chart a bit better because I think someone who's approaching charts for the first time, that might be helpful. But, but again, it's such a tremendous tool for learning. And not just for Fair Isle, but about different knitting techniques and garment construction. You can watch it in one sitting as a wonderful tutorial like I did, or you can knit each stage and then visit each chapter as you progress through your sweater, which I think is would be a really good way to do it. And certainly if I was going to knit the Shetland Star cardigan, that is how I would, would do it. I really enjoyed this DVD. It's, it's an amazing learning tool for your knitting arsenal. It teaches so much about Fair Isle technique and also of Shetland knitting and construction. And it would really be of interest to a knitter of any experience. Uh, digital downloads cost $35, um, which is about £22 at the moment, I think. Or you can buy the DVD for £25 plus £3 postage UK or £25 plus £10 postage for the rest of the world. Again, very valuable, very well presented, beautifully taught and uh, presented by Hazel. Anyone who's taken a class uh, with Hazel will attest to her wonderful teaching style and that is very evident on this DVD. So that is The Fine Art of Fair Isle Knitting DVD by Hazel Tyndall and watch out in the future um, for a giveaway of that DVD. If you can't make it up to Shetland for Wool Week this week and to be honest, it will be quite expensive uh, at this short notice. But you do fancy experience in Shetland and its special knitting traditions. Then I have a couple of alternate dates for you and something that uh, you may find of interest if you're planning a trip to Shetland later this year or next year. On the 22nd to the 25th of October this year, there is a very special weekend at Belmont House in Unst. This is three nights in an 18th century restored mansion learning fine Shetland lace knitting from legendary finalist knitters from the Isle of Unst. There's also the option for guided tours and there will be evening talks and music too. To find out more information on this, you should go to www.belmontunst.co.uk. That's B-E-L-M-O-N-T-U-N-S-T.co.uk. It costs £265 per person and you will be sharing. And there are 10 places available. Of course, that doesn't include your... Um, travel to Shetland you have to pay for that yourself um, but that is a really interesting weekend as I say very special and I think that would be incredibly interesting to learn from Unst's fine lace knitters. If you've been to Shetland Wool Week before you might have visited the Unst Heritage Centre and seen the work done there. Incredible, absolutely incredible. There is another weekend at Belmont House which is planned for the 22nd to the 25th of January. It's the same three nights 
accommodation and classes on fine lace knitting. But this one coincides with Lerbic Ophelia, which is on the 26th, I think. And what great opportunity if you are into Vikings and knitting uh, to to come to Shetland and, and time it for both of those those things. Um, again, I, I don't have the prices for I don't have the prices for the January one, but I would assume that it'd be something similar. But again, you can find it that information at www.belmontunce.co.uk. If you are looking for a more inclusive Shetland wool holiday, you can book the Shetland Wool Week holidays. The next one this year is the 19th to, 19th to the 25th of November, and you will be thoroughly immersed in Shetland wool and knitting culture. Uh, there will be trips, tours, and tuition from teachers like Hazel Tyndall and uh, Donna Smith. There have been two successful Shetland Wool Week holidays run already and there are more planned for 2016 in March, June, August and November. For further details, itineraries and specific dates go to www.shetlandwoolweek.com forward slash holidays and any queries email info at shetlandwoolweek.com. And if you can't get to Shetland at all, um, for <laughs> for any kind of knitting holiday, um, I did get a, a message from Deborah from Neighbourworks, who got in touch to say that she is hosting a knitting retreat in Devon on the seventh of November, and it's actually run by the Knit Stop Social Knitting Project, and it's in the Restored Millhouse Retreat Centre in West Lee, and it's on the seventh of November, and you can attend. Uh, one day or both days and there will be classes in Entrelac and instru Introduction to Lace Knitting, uh, Tea and Cakes, Home Coot Lunch and Hand Massages for Hardworking Knitting Hands. How lovely is that? To register for a spot, go to theknitstop.co.uk and you can find holiday knitting workshops in the menu. Special thanks to Katrina and um, Deborah for some of those details. And if Shetland is too far, and so is Devon, do you know what? On the 3rd of October, Yarns from the Plain is having a trunk show at Amy from Knitspain Cake Shop Harbour Yarns at CM Marina in County Durham. And that's from 10 o'clock. And it's not quite Shetland, it's not quite Devon, it's not quite in the middle of the UK, but it's a trip, uh, well worth a trip to see two podcasters in one trip and sample some of Nick's fantastic hand-dyed yarn. Um, really, really spectacular. So there are a few things you can get involved with coming up soon. Brit Yarns Socks Away Cal is looming, of course. October starts in October and is a, is a month-long celebration of knitting socks. You can sign up in the Brit Yarn uh, group on Ravelry. You can knit any old sock pattern, but the yarn that you use must be British or if you're if you can't don't have access to British wool where you are, it must be local to you. And um, this is a really good opportunity to knit socks and hands up, I am the, one of the people who has never knit 
a full pair of socks. So I am going to be knitting socks in the Knitting Goddess's Brit Sock yarn. And I'm going to be knitting Joy, who is the Knitting Goddess, her pattern round and round socks. If, if you're attempting your first pair of socks, this cal is a brilliant opportunity um, to, to do that. And hopefully by the end of October, lovely handmade socks in our sock drawers. There is already a lot of great chatter about this socks cal over in the Brit Yarn group. So do join in. And if you have any worries about sock knitting, I know that there are knitters in the Brit Yarn group who are seasoned sock knitters. And I'm sure, as in any cal with knitters who are maybe more experienced, there, there will be people who will be able to help you out. I actually have... Uh, uh, an interview coming up uh, very soon with the knitting goddess who is uh, Joy McMillan as I mentioned before and she is a dyer of um, luxury yarns either British bases or processed in Britain and she's going to be coming along onto the uh, blog next week to talk about dyeing and yarn and her typical day and her favourite socks and there might also be a little giveaway so do check out the Knit British blog next week for that and happy sock knitting also on the blog next week I will have a few more posts coming up uh, about the swatch along and a very short pre-cal podcast next week as well. I did say last week that, that this episode was going to be the last of the weekly episodes, but um, I, I'm going to squeeze in a little pre-breed swatch along podcast for you. I want to say a quick hello to the new kids in the Knit British Ravelry group. Uh, there's Alma Cat, who is... Uh, from the United Kingdom. There is Jules, who is Sheila from Lethbridge in Canada. There's Patricia Franco, who is Patty from Asheville, North Carolina. There's Alpaca Anna, who is Anna from Sweden. Hi to you in Sweden. There's Wifey33 from Edinburgh. Hi, Wifey33. And there's Tindo Merrill, who is Steph from... Bonn in Germany. Um, hello to all of you guys and I know that there will be more of you that have joined once this podcast goes out so hello to everyone in the Knit British Ravelry group particularly the new kids. And over in the hello thread uh, we have Luca.yarn. Love your podcast and blog thanks to the notes from a Tilly Trout podcast. Oh thanks Tilly Trout. Um, thanks for providing wonderful info and keeping me entertained while I'm spinning mostly British wool. You've opened my eyes to several undiscovered breeds to me and I want to knit everything. Well, that's fantastic. I love that. Nitsky says, I've just stumbled onto the website and the podcast. Why haven't I found this group earlier? Who knows? I, of course, just love British breed yarn, sheep, tea, even the weather. Looking forward to exploring the website and podcasts more. I live in a remote part of Alaska. When I am not knitting, reading and blogging a bit, I am outside on the tundra with my DH and wonderful dogs. Winter is my favourite time of year with fall. It's just at the tails of my skis. Happy knitting to all. Oh, knit ski. I would love to go to Alaska. 
I have this, I think I've always wanted to go there. I'm not someone who likes to go to hot places. I seek out the cold places. And I have had this image of the tundra ever since I was at primary school, about six years old. I remember we, we read a book about it and I just thought it was a fascinating place to visit. And I'd love to visit the Alaskan tundra one day. How amazing would that be? I don't worry, I'm not going to come knocking on your door at any time soon. <laughs> that sounded like I was angling for an invite, but I'm really not. One day, one day. Vinka Kent says, Hi Louise, I've been listening to your podcast for a while and love the idea of knitting using British grown wool. I visited Shetland some years ago and three years ago went on a cruise around Scotland, Edinburgh to Glasgow. I was including, uh, which included stops of Orkney and St Kilda. Oh, that's another place I'd love to go. I managed to buy some hand-dyed, hand-spun yarn from Canna. I think I'm the only person in Ravelry to have some in my stash. You've inspired me to be more mindful in the wool that I purchase and look forward to discovering more yarns under your expert guidance. Well, I don't know about expert, but I just think that what we do together, you know, really is um, a journey into discovering what is out there. Hello, I'm Lorna, aka Joy of Chicks, and I live in Aberdeenshire, where one day a week I am a shop girl at my local yarn store, The Colour Corner. As you can imagine, I bring home little pay and lots of wool. Last year, I was lucky enough to go to the Ripplescraft uh, retreat in the northwest highlands of Scotland, and I'm currently knitting and crocheting my way through the extensive goodie bag we were given. Knit British podcasts are my new favourite thing. Thanks so much for the love that goes into them. Well, thank you, Joy of Chicks, a.k.a. Lorna. I really love doing it. And I must say that... Um, Doing a podcast every week for the last month has been challenging. And although I have loved it and there's always been content, I will I am sort of looking forward to next month going back to twice a month. Uh, <laughs> and but thank you so much for for those kind of things. Thank you everybody in the Knit British Ravelry group and thank you for clicking and liking and sharing the Knit British podcast and the blogs and for rating and reviewing on iTunes and at the UK podcast directory. Thank you so much for that. And, you know, I only keep doing it because you're there listening and telling me that you're enjoying it. So <laughs> it works both ways. If you stop, I don't know what I'll do. <laughs> I will have a pre-recorded, pre-breed swatch along episode, mini episode coming up next week. But the next episode of the Knit British podcast after that will be October the 17th. I'll be telling you all about the swatch along and what I got up to Shetland Wool Week. Until then, enjoy all your nitty pursuits and your wooly events. If you're heading to Yarndale, have fun. If you're heading to Shetland Wool Week, have fun. If you are not going anywhere but are staying into knit or crochet or listen to podcasts, enjoy yourself and take good care. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Knit British Podcast. To find out more, visit www.knitbritish.net. You can email me louise at knitbritish.net. I'm on Twitter and Instagram as at knit underscore British. And I'm on Ravelry as Lyra.